From uh, Two Bedroom Apartment on the west side of Los Angeles, it's Crayon Film! Tonight, we've got Josh Hansen and Bubba Hotep. My god, man, how long have I been here on this week's Hunka Hunka Burning episode? Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of High on Film, Los Angeles' only irrelevant film review, podcast, game, show, sobering talk about movies. Welcome to episode 223. I'm Chris Maxwell. I'm your host for the next, let's, let's say, hour. How about that? I'm going to ballpark that here at the very top of the show. I'm going to say we're going in 60 minutes today. That's it. If you're unfamiliar with the show, we choose guests, they choose movies, and we uh, lovingly lampoon them, uh, sometimes more lovingly than others. And today, we have a movie from the year of our Lord, 2002, Bubba Hotep, directed by Don Coscarelli, written, uh, the screenplay by Mr. Coscarelli, uh, based off the Joe R. Lansdale short story. Don Coscarelli, the director of uh, sci-fi horror staple Phantasm, one of my greatest cinematic Sins of, of not having seen it. One of the movies I really, really try to... Wanted to see for some time, but I never gotten around to it. And uh, a movie that haunts my Netflix queue. John Dies at the End. Another movie I've never watched, but it comes up as recommended for me over and over again on Netflix. Go figure. But we're watching Bubba Hotep today, starring Ozzie Davis and the one and only Bruce Campbell as... JFK and Elvis Presley, respectively. How about that? We're also returning to The Rising Dead again for the second week in a row. How about that? This one's a mummy. Last time it was zombies. Really? Just a repackaged zombie. That's all a mummy is. Call in if you have if you feel differently. Please. Anyway, let's get to my co-host. He's the man that's right to my left. He is the Walking Kevin Bacon game. The... Oh, co-host from the couch, the Brad Davis that God gave us, my co-host and friend, with me every week here on the show, Brad Davis. Hello. Hey, Brad. Hey, Chris. What's up, dude? Not much, man. How are you doing? Not bad. A little bit of coffee? Yeah, mm, sure. Delicious. Yeah. Levels it out. It does. Levels it out. Uh, Bubba Hotep. Yes. Now, am I correct in saying that you did not know this movie existed before... Finding out we were doing it for the podcast. That is 100% accurate. Okay. What did you first think when uh, I told you Bubba Hotep was the movie we're going to be doing for this week's episode? I didn't think much because I was like, that's not a real movie. You're making a joke. Not a real movie. <laughs> um, I honestly was surprised I'd never heard of it. Mm. Um, because it has a very uh, unique plot line. Uh, so I figured I would have heard of it. But no. Okay. It escaped me. It escaped you. Yes. All right. Well, we'll get to your thoughts and opinions on that in just a second, but let's get Can't to wait. our guest for the day, for the show, for the week, all of these things applicable in this sentence. He's been on many times. He has made some of the uh, more interesting choices on High on Film, I, I believe. I uh, love doing The Wrestler. Mm. love doing Thank You for Smoking. Um, there's certainly another one or two you've done that were your own choices <laughs> before we forced you into... A M. Night Shyamalan marathon. marathon. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. I forgot we 
dragged you through that. Yeah, I was happy to do that. Did we do uh, In Bruges? In Bruges. Yeah, yeah. I think that might have been your very movie. first appearance. All of those movies, except for some of the Shyamalan ones, are so much better than this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Josh Hansen returns to the show. Through Welcome, the Josh. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Boy, and yeah, let, let's talk about this. The Wrestler. Yeah. You've done The Wrestler. And but, right now, a new Aronofsky movie in theaters. Gotta see that. Mother. Mother. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one we just talked about? Uh, in Bruges. Mm -hmm. We're about to embark on a brand new Martin McDonough movie as well. Oh, yeah? Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Where, what's the movie? That's what it's called. Where are the, where are the billboards? Uh, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. That's is the, the name of the movie. movie. Second base. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Who's on first? Yes, yes. Oh, no, I know. I, I love that. Yeah. No, it's, uh, you should check out the trailer. It okay. looks awesome. I, I, it's, it's right on my alley. I can't believe I haven't heard of that. Frances McDormand. Yeah. Mm. Her daughter is killed, uh, and they can't find the murderer, and she says that the police are too busy killing black people to investigate her daughter's murder. Okay. So it's a documentary. <laughs> yeah, it's a documentary, yeah. So she launches a big uh, crusade against the local police gotcha. force and uh, yeah Peter Dinklage Sam Rockwell Woody Harrelson Woody Harrelson uh, nice. others plug for <laughs> three billboards outside Ebbing Missouri a movie I cannot wait to see I'm pretty excited aside from Thor 3 and Last Jedi maybe my most anticipated movie of the year <laughs> left anyway Josh Bubba Hotep yeah I was so pumped for this in the 10th grade yeah I, me too I just like grade. seen Evil Dead and was really into Bruce Campbell. I think this is before Spider-Man, so Sam Raimi, before he had his... Like, I believe you know, this is major... the same year as Spider-Man. Okay. 2002 is uh, Spider-Man 1. I, I got really into Evil Dead uh, right before Spider-Man, so I, I was a little weird about it because I thought Sam Raimi, you know, couldn't imagine it. And yeah. Now, of course, you know, it's all that kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, this is a movie about Bruce Campbell, who is Elvis, or thinks he's Elvis. Yeah. And has to fight a mummy. <laughs> I'm certainly glad to revisit it. I remember knowing about this movie, anticipating this movie. I love the idea behind it. I was like, oh man, two old guys that think they're JFK and Elvis fight a mummy. Sounds okay. terrific. I was so hyped for it. Read so many articles, joeblow.com and back in 2001. Joeblow.com. Um, but uh, yeah, not quite the movie I remember it being in my mind. No. Nah. <laughs> uh, a little slower than I remember. Very slow. Uh, but but we can get to that. Uh, yeah. No, good to know. Yeah, Bruce Campbell, <laughs> Evil Dead, a terrific franchise. Mm -hmm. This seems right up that like camp alley. Sure to be a can't miss. But here we are. Here we are. Revisiting Bubba Hotep. <laughs> Before we dive into the problems we found in Bubba Hotep this time around, let's play some Trash Star Destroy. It's the first game of the podcast. A little bit of a movie barometer, uh, if you will. We give you three movies of a similar ilk. One movie you must trash, which means it's eliminated from existence. One movie you get to star in in whatever role you'd like to take for yourself. And the third movie then must be destroyed, which means that the only version of that film that has ever existed has been both written and directed by Mr. Michael Bay of Transformers fame. So, of course, Bruce Campbell plays Elvis Presley, or at least a man who thinks he's Elvis Presley. So let's do three movies where someone plays Elvis Presley. The movie we just watched, Bubba Hotep, mm -hmm. the Kevin Costner, uh, um, uh, Kurt Russell, Russell, 3,000 Miles to Graceland, another movie that I found painfully slow. Yes. And my favorite of the three, not showing my hand at all, huh. Val Kilmer in True Romance. There you go. 
3,000 Miles to Graceland, True Romance, and Bubba Hotep, Trash, Star, Destroy. Uh, I will have to star in True Romance. There you go, Brad. Take the reins. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take the Christian Slater role. As you should. As I should. And that's a pretty easy decision here for me. Get to work with a lot of awesome actors and Tarantino and yeah. Tony Scott. Tony Scott. I mean, overall, big deal. Um, it's in 3,000 Miles to Great Land. Bubba Hotep. I'm actually going to give Bubba Hotep to Bay. Mm. Maybe, I'd be interested to see what he does with a concept like this. It's risky and probably won't be good, but I'd be interested to see more where this was a little uh, boring. Yeah. Um, which means I'm trashing 3,000 Miles to Grace Man, which is fine. That movie's not very good. Okay. See, for me, I, I agree with your uh, sentiment here. But I think Michael Bay excels with 3,000 Miles to Graceland. And therefore, un unfortunately, trashing Bubba Hotep in hopes that maybe someone takes this short story and adapts it into a more exciting movie than this one. Hmm. Um, and still, of course, taking the Christian Slater role in True Romance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's the role to have, man. Yeah. And Patricia Arquette, Gary Oldman. Sure, Oldman. yeah. Yeah. Get to make out with Patricia Arquette the whole movie. Works for me. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it does. Josh, what are you doing here? It's the same. It's the same lineup as you. All right. Oh wait a second. No, I'm lying. Oh, I I, I agree with Three Thousand Miles to Graceland being good for Michael Bay, but I want to star in Bubba Hotep. All right. I'm not sure which role. I almost don't even care. Uh, I guess it can't be Ozzy Davis. Sure. So yeah. <laughs> I want to play one of the awful. Uh, do I have to star in it, or I just be in it? You can be in whatever role you'd like to take for yourself. Okay. So if uh, you want to be Kimisabi or uh, no, no, I want to be one of the guys the who are carrying the dead bodies out and uh, does that yeah. stupid uh. pratfall into the uh, bushes. Yeah. Seen as no bearing on the film in any way. No. Nope. Daniel Roebuck actually, he is one of those guys, and he is in the show Matlock, one of my favorites. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. He's a recurring role in Matlock. Hmm. Is Matlock still on, Brad? No. No, Andy Griffith is dead. Oh, uh, interesting. <laughs> he is dead. Well, so was Bubba Hotep. R.I.P. R.I.P. Andy Griffith. Love him. Yep. Loved him. You can still love him. I still love him. Yeah, yeah, there you go. All right, guys. Let's do one more Trash Star Destroy. We just did one for Elvis. Let's do one for the other character. John Fitzgerald Kennedy. So we'll do JFK. Sure. The Oliver Stone classic. We'll do the Natalie Portman classic, Jackie. Devastating movie. And the Tom Hanks classic, Forrest Gump. All of which center around Mr. John Fitzgerald Kennedy. Yeah, yeah this is... <laughs> Forrest Gump, JFK, Jackie. I guess... I love Jackie, and I thought Natalie Portman should probably won an Oscar for it. Mm-hmm. But... I probably need to star in JFK because I love that movie. Okay. And I'm probably taking the Costner role. Wow. I and mean, working with every other actor in Hollywood. Yeah. I, that That's nice. His whole speech at the end is fucking awesome. He actually does a great job in that movie. I, it's one of the few roles I really like Kevin Costner in. Mm -hmm. um, but that's too good of a role to pass up. So I will star in JFK. Then what's it? Jackie and Forrest Gump. Yeah. I guess I have to trash Jackie just because that story should not be given to Michael Bay. 
Um, and Forrest, Michael Bay's Forrest Gump is a pretty hilarious uh, experiment. Yeah, certainly something I'm considering. Yeah, I I can see why, because I'm just... That tickles me. Yeah, that's the pretty funny. The thought of that tickles me. So that is what I'm doing. Okay. Michael Bay's Forrest Gump. You know it. <laughs> Megan Fox has Jenny. I'm going to star in Forrest Gump. Okay. Love Thanks. It. Whole thing. No one else can see it. It's only going to be on one DVD that I keep in my private library. Whenever somebody wants to watch Forrest Gump over my place, no one's telling them that it's that version of Okay, it. sure. And we're acting like that's the only version of the movie that exists. So you're Forrest? Uh, yes, exactly. Okay, okay, gotcha. <laughs> Love uh, it. Love it. I can't wait to watch this for you. I am 100% on board for this. I want to see the JFK Michael Bay. Mm. Uh, yeah. Back into the left. Yep. Back into and the by left. the process of elimination, uh, we're going to trash Jackie. I also am not terribly familiar with it. Mm. It's, it's, I, it's a devastating movie, but uh, yeah. it's phenomenal. And yeah, I think Natalie Portman dud. 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 What a dud. <laughs> Done deserved that Oscar, for yeah, sure. She did. Yeah. She was awesome. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to star in Jackie, actually. To get to act with Natalie Portman is pretty, pretty cool. So I think I'll probably be, uh, what's it, Peter Sarsgaard? Bobby Kennedy. Bobby Kennedy. Yeah, I'll take that role. Uh, as fun as Michael Bay's Forrest Gump might be, I think I'm almost more interested to see Michael Bay's JFK. <laughs> Michael Bay <laughs> taking fair. on the JFK uh, conspiracy. conspiracy, it sounds... Like something that I can watch for the three and a half hours of the runtime that it is. Yeah. As The Rock <laughs> explains to everybody how this bullet got into JFK's head. <laughs> That's what happened. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I saw this as a Pruder film. Great film. And I've seen all three of these movies. Although I don't think he, you don't actually see him get assassinated in Fort Gump. No, you don't. You do in the other two movies, though. Yes, you do. Yeah, for sure. Well, there you go. That's Trash Star Destroy ending on a downer for another week. <laughs> Let's take a quick break, regroup, get off this JFK talk, and we'll talk about another movie where he dies in Bubba Hotep when we come right back spoilers. after this. Spoiler. All right. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> They're coming. They're coming. And we're back, high on film, talking about Bubba Hotep, the cult classic, I guess. Is it a classic yet? No. No. <laughs> I'm the guy who brought the movie, no. The cult <laughs> film, Bubba Hotep, from 2002. Uh, Don Coscarelli, Ozzie Davis, Bruce Campbell. Couldn't bl I just blanked on Bruce Campbell's name there. That's why I said Ozzie Davis first. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, uh, let's get into it, guys. It's time for the Summary game. It's the first official game of the podcast that's worth a damn. That's zero to two points. Please use decimals to refine your scores as we each score each other uh, numerically, as friends do. Uh, we'll each take a turn at summarizing Bubba Hotep in a thousandth of the time that it actually takes to watch. This is a high-on-film-approved running time of 92 minutes, so that's going to allow us each 9.2 seconds to get out the most coherent, complete, Summary, and yes, spoilers inherent, of Bubba Hotep. Of course, during our po uh, podcast break, we had our podcast, Twin Cost Coin Toss. And Brad, yeah. some bitch, some bitch, you called it. 
I did. And you get to go first. That's right. You go on, or you get to decide who gets yeah, to go actually, first. Yeah, actually, I'm going to let you go first. You <laughs> son of a bitch. Yep, 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 yep. All right, this shouldn't be too hard. No. It's it a, shouldn't not be. Not a whole lot happens in this film. No, it does not. 9.2 seconds. You want to clock me there? I'll clock you. I'll clock you right in the face. Don't do that. Oh. Right? That, that will make it hard for me to summarize. Bubba Hotep. Okay. 9.2 seconds? Yes, please. Are you ready? <clears throat> uh, sure. Why not? In three, two, one. An uh, elderly assisted living home is plagued by a mummy who's feeding off the souls of the old, uh, and a guy who thinks he's Elvis and a guy who thinks he's JFK go to stop him, and they both die in the process. Time. Okay. Okay. Did it. <laughs> Done. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I think I got everything. Yeah. That, you pretty much covered it. That's it. Yep. Yeah. Well, I left out a few characters. Josh. <laughs> Let's see if you pick up on them. All right. 9.2 seconds. In three, two, one. Bruce Cable plays an elderly Elvis impersonator who may or may not be Elvis. He has a weird thing growing on his dick, and there's a nurse who helps out with it. Uh, also, Ozzy Davis is JFK. They stop an evil mommy. Time. <laughs> yeah, a lot of time on the dick growth, but I guess the movie spends a lot of time on that, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And it spends a little time on the evil mummy at the very end. Yeah, That's true. There you go. <laughs> Both more than necessary. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Brad. Yes. Let's see what you can do. I had to okay. get those extra characters in. The, yeah. The nurse and, and the growth. And the growth. And yeah. the growth. Yeah, the growth is big character in this movie. It is. It's like New York <laughs> character in the movie. Yep. yep. 9.2 seconds. All right. In three, in two, in one, go. A former Elvis impersonator stays in an uh, old folks' home with uh, somebody who thinks he's JFK. They both have to work together to stop a mummy, and the mummy ends up killing them both in the end. Time. Okay. There you go. Good job, guys. Accurate representation. I yep. think we got very accurate representation. <laughs> yeah. Hard not to. Yeah. Do you think he, Sebastian Half, is actually Elvis in the world of this movie? Do and I think the soul of Elvis is supposed to be in Sebastian Half? I do, The soul actually. of Elvis? I think that's what it is. I think it is, It's Elvis exactly. Yes. He switches places with Sebastian Half in their backstory. Yeah. Right. So it's not his soul, it's him. Saying, I mean, yeah, but like his, he takes over the body of him, kind of. Is that what you're supposed to kind of think, that Elvis is no, kind of... No, I don't of think so. I think it's just Elvis. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they, they switch places because Elvis is sick of being Elvis. Gotcha. So he meets this impersonator, and the impersonator supposedly becomes Elvis, and he loses the contract in that barbecue fire. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, he, either way, I do think he's Elvis. And you believe that uh, Ozzie Davis's character is actually JFK, who... Uh, has a bag of sand in his skull and was dyed dyed a skin black by the CIA. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're. I, I think it's a more interesting choice. For yes. Sure. I think in this movie that they are making the choice that that is JFK. Yeah. I he has the like, presidential suite at the nursing home. That's true, and he has that scar on the behind his ear. Yeah. Are you buying it, Josh? Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I just wanted to make sure make sure we're all on the same page going forth here. Mm-hmm. We are. Good. Well, let's get to our second game. It's called First Impressions. In this game, zero to three points are on the line for each person. Uh, we're each going to take a turn at summarizing. Nope, that was the last game. <laughs> we're going to take a turn at impersonating a character from this film uh, as given to us by the person sitting to our left. Since I went first that time, uh, last game, when we summarized, Josh, you're going to get to go first. All right. And give Brad... Any line you'd like to hear him impersonate. Awesome. So the line that I've chosen for you uh-huh. <laughs> is uh, whenever 
Bruce calls Ozzy in the, uh, before they go out to fight the mummy for the final time. And he says to him, uh, I think you know what I'm getting at, Mr. President. We're going to kill us a mummy. Alrighty. Alright, here it is. Let's listen to it. Just what are you getting at, Elvis? I think you know what I'm getting at, Mr. President. We're going to kill us a mummy. The part Bruce Campbell was born to play, Elvis Presley. Go ahead, Brad. <clears throat> uh, I think what you know. I'm, I'm sorry. <clears throat> mm -hmm. I think you know what I'm getting at, Mr. President. We're going to kill us a mummy. That's pretty good, Brad. <laughs> Thanks. That was a good Elvis. <laughs> Thank you. I never realized you could do a pretty good Elvis impression. That makes two of us. Yeah. Solid. <laughs> Thank you. Arguably, even your little flub there at the beginning sounded a lot like Elvis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. There you ah. go. <laughs> uh, ding, ding, ding. Yeah. That Brad can't it. stop doing Elvis impressions. I can't. <laughs> I just can. He's inhabited my body. All right. Brad, you got a line for me? I do have a line for you, Chris. Uh, it is a, an Ozzie Davis line uh. as President John F. Kennedy. Mm -hmm. um, it is when they are talking about uh, the mummy eating souls. And uh, JFK seems to think that uh, they would poop soul residue. Yes, because they're discussing why the mummy would graffito a bathroom stall. Yes. <laughs> well, he went in to take a crap, got bored, started writing on the walls. He probably wrote on pyramid walls centuries ago. Oh, come on, man. Like, what would he crap? I mean, it's not like he'd eat. Well, he eats souls. So I assume that he would crap soul residue. Okay. Legendary actor, Ozzie Davis. <laughs> oh, okay, Chris, do the right thing. Here we go. <clears throat> well? No, that was a bad start. <laughs> <laughs> well, he eats souls, so I assume that he would crap soul residue. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah, what are the enunciation on the crap? <laughs> crap, 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 soul residue. Okay. There it is. That's my Ozzy Davis. What are you going to do? Josh? I'm going to rate it. Good, please on do. Numerical scale, one through three, with decimal points. Zero to three, if you really want to be cruel about it. Well, let, um, me, uh, let me just change my... <laughs> hey, it's still within scoring session, so that's, that's <laughs> absolutely fine. But you'll have to participate as well in this game. What do we got? I'm going to give you a line from Elvis. Right before they go to start kicking some ass, uh, he he tells JFK, he's like, two key words for tonight. Caution and flammable. <laughs> and then JFK adds uh, something about... Some other words. Hold on to your ass or yeah, something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Watch, watch, your, watch, ass, your, watch your, your ass. Watch your ass. Yeah, a, lot yeah. of, a lot of ass talk. A lot of ass talk. A lot of ass talk. It is. A lot of ass talk in Bubba Hotel. Who knew? Here it is. Here's some of that ass talk. Now, the two key words for tonight are caution and flammable. And also, watch your ass. All right, Josh. Give us your best Elvis. Oh, gosh. Now, the two key words for tonight are caution and flammable. I don't have an Elvis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't bad, though. It's all right. It's fine. I accept yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was good. You, you, you sold it to me. 
Mm. <laughs> I believe the keywords are caution and flammable. Well, you know, uh, Bruce Campbell went to an Elvis impersonator during the filming of this movie, and after 15 minutes, the guy said, look, buddy, you're not going to get it, so just do you. Ah. <laughs> and that tells you the great lengths they went to. Yeah. I think he does a pretty good Elvis in this. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. And that's probably just the uh, promo dialogue they have in the insert here. <laughs> oh, that it... Uh, it's just something it says in a here. A fun little fact or uh, selling point. Mm. A little factoid, if you will. A little factoid. Oh, uh, yeah. Love a good factoid. Yeah, well, let's get to... Let's let's create some factoids. Let's create... Yep. Okay. Great factoids. By, by stating our opinions here on this recorded podcast, hmm. they become facts. So, let's get into some scene work. Of course, we're an optimistic podcast. So we like to start things off optimistically. That means... Best scene. What's the best scene in Bubba Ho Tep? Yeah. It's a good question. I'll tell you what mine is. Okay. I love the Sebastian Half backstory. Yeah. Uh. I really like it. It sells me on the world we're in, that this is Elvis. Like, I, I like the way they do that. You never actually see them switch. You just see these, like, little differences. Like, he goes to open the car door for himself, not realizing that the one of his cronies does that for him. He's picking the blueberry pie out of his teeth. Yeah, it's yeah, probably, exactly. yeah, that probably is the best scene in the movie. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. The, the whole movie needed more of that backstory. Mm-hmm. Like, any type of backstory that was in the place of uh, the narration. You didn't like the narration? I mean, like, I just thought it was a little too much, and I thought that you could replace a lot of those scenes with actually seeing something. <laughs> Show, don't tell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> classic, classic movie rule. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for me, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, that's... That's a good point, actually. I kind of struggled with the best scene, and now that you're saying that, I probably agree with you. It's the most interesting element of this film. It's kind of this whole, uh, are they or are they not actually these people is pretty much the best selling point of this movie. Yeah. Um, so kind of seeing that backstory take place and basically proving that this is, showing us that this is actually what happened. I mean, yeah, they're yeah. basically telling us this is Elvis. Um, is pretty cool, and that, going into this movie, I was more excited about it because of this idea that one is Elvis, one is JFK, and boy, they just really didn't do anything with it. Yeah. Other than that, that's why that stands out, you're totally right. Yeah. My favorite scene is whenever they, uh, before they go out for the final conflict, whenever they both dramatically walk down that hallway. It's a know. great slow walk. Yeah, yeah. he's in the full-on uh, Elvis costume. The Vegas kid. gear. Yeah. yeah, he's in the, like, the, the movable wheelchair, and, uh, and just the badass walk down the hallway, and that's the movie right there. Yeah, yeah. for sure. JFK uh, and Elvis, gonna kick some ass. Geriatric JFK and Elvis, and JFK's black. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fighting that mummy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I will say, I, I do love the... Um, the first uh, confrontation with the mummy that they have uh, with uh, Kimosabi mm. before he dies. Uh, I like that, you know, they're talking about him and then he comes down the hallway. I think that walk is great. I think design elements of the mummy are pretty cool. Yeah. Like, I like the mummy in cowboy boots kind of idea. I think it's pretty funny. Uh, it looks cool, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, really, really enjoyed that. Maybe the only bit of tension in the film. <laughs> yeah, the only time where you wonder if something might go wrong. Yeah. Like, is he going to get attacked or, you know... Right. Hmm. Yeah, and I enjoyed, I enjoyed uh, JFK's death scene um, as well too. It actually tugged at the heartstrings more than I expected it to, because um, I didn't really feel like they had earned my uh, 
earned me really liking, like latching onto them and really like having uh, caring about these characters mm-hmm. too much. But when that happened, I was like, oh, I care about them a little more than I thought I did. So I'll give them credit for that. Yeah, beloved uh, American actor Ozzy Davis. Right? Uh, yeah, well, he's he's great. He's yeah. always great. Yeah, adding a little weight to the scene. No problem there. I wanted the nurse to come back at the end and save uh, Bruce Campbell. Or yeah. Like somebody. Just for the nurse to come back at all. Right. That would have been nice. <laughs> he says he's going to beat her with his walker, and that's the last we see of her, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> After she milks his wiener. <laughs> Does that thing that... Wound, yeah, wound yeah. That yeah, thing. that's a weird scene. Yeah, that is a weird scene. Uh, well, let's get into the weird scenes, guys. Perfect. <laughs> it doesn't sound like there's a whole lot of positive things to say about this film. Um, so if there's a best scene, it must mean there is... Do-do-do-do. Worst scene. Mm-hmm. What's the worst scene in Bubba Hotep? I, was, I brought this up a little earlier. I, the scenes with those two guys taking the bodies out into the hearse. Yeah. Especially the last one where it just, they just flip it into the hedge. And yeah. It's just a bit of physical comedy. It's just so tangential and pointless and... I think it really came at a point where it even wrecked whatever momentum was happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's definitely the worst scene for me. <laughs> Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. I don't like. They're just in there to fill out the runtime. Like, exactly. I don't There's know, yeah. so much stuff where I feel like a lot of the slow pans and then the beginning beginnings of scenes were just designed to get it to that 90 minute threshold. Yeah. Yeah. Because you could have told this story in 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, isn't it a short story? That's yeah, true. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Brad, what are you saying for worst scene, huh? Um, the whole... Boy, I have a couple things. Um, mm-hmm. The whole scene with his uh, roommate's daughter... Sure. ...is all just, again, pointless. Yeah, and yeah. it's basically to for him to sit there and objectify her. And then we get the nurse comes in, and she gives this whole... Uh, exposition about him again where it's a you know show don't tell situation Mm -hmm. where it's just this obviously like oh we're getting the backstory now from the nurse telling this stranger for no reason uh what's going on here like all of that just didn't really work for me um and yeah the the scene where she's like putting the cream on his dick and he like gets a boner for the first time in a while. Again, don't really see how that scene has any relevance at all. Yeah, a lot of the weird sex jokes don't work for me. No, yeah. ding like, dong. Yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah God. The ding dong joke's stupid. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Marilyn Monroe joke. Yeah. He's like, you gotta tell me how's Marilyn Monroe in bed, and he's like, that's classified. But wow, we <laughs> yeah, like Jesus, what? Like, why awful. is this in this film? Like, who cares? Um, yeah, I, I argue with you a little bit about some of that daughter stuff because I like his roommate dying and his daughter doesn't really care and he can't see his daughter, and then that the fact that. It gives him a little bit of stakes, like who he's fighting for while he's defending this nursing home. He actually likes these people. And I, th- I like that he takes uh, that guy's purple heart. And then he's actually later wounded in battle. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I didn't have a problem with it in concept, just in execution more, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you're right about the objectification of it. I mean, yeah. It's, it's, like, oh, she leans over to get the yeah, purple garbage. heart and staring at her ass. Like, yeah, yeah. why... <laughs> What, we need to know that Elvis is a dirty old man? Yeah, I mean, well, again, to play devil's advocate, to play Keanu Reeves' devil's advocate, um, 
It does add into the aging stuff a little bit because he can't get uh, erect anymore. And he talks about, like, you know, all he has left in this world is sleep, food, and fucking or something like that. I don't think he has fucking. No, no. <laughs> but he says something to that. Yeah, he says something to that effect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I just... It felt like a weak way to make that point. Yes. For sure. I don't know if you would have Very... that scene in a movie 15 years later. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. I mean, there's other ways to get that across. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't like the fact that they define Hotep and then Bubba at the beginning. Yeah, that was uh, Yeah, that was also stupid. I think I, that was really stupid. Like, this, why do we need this? CGI Egyptian lettering. That was the other thing I was going to bring so up. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> when the mummy talks, like, he talks in 3D hieroglyphs <laughs> yeah. that fly out and then get translated for us. Like... Who decided to do this? Why does he need to say anything, let alone the stupid lines they give him, like, uh, so wipe your so ass with a dog's yeah. dick or something? I was like, what? <laughs> Why is the high. mummy saying this? Wipe your yeah. ass with a dog's dick. That's it's something it's like that. It was an Egyptian yeah, dog. It's ass, yeah, an Egyptian <laughs> dog ass wipe or something, something like yeah. that. Either way. Dumb. Dumb. He doesn't need to talk. He's a mummy. The very last scene in the movie with the... Uh, all is well. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, dude. Because I, I, I would have brought up that I kind of liked his death scene, too. Even as corny as it is going out on Thank You Very Much. Uh, I like yeah. Elvis going out on I, Thank I, I agree. Much. I like that a lot. But the whole hieroglyphics thing in the sky took me out of the moment. Like, yeah. that could have actually... That was on my list of best scenes, but that kept it out of being mentioned because of that stupid shit. I don't mind the end hieroglyphics as much, especially if we get rid of the talking ones yeah like if, if elvis just sees this all as well the stars move in the sky right before he dies i mean all the better to speaking on his dementia um okay but fine i, I excuse that one but we have all these other problems beforehand with yeah and i'd still prefer it not to be there oh, i mean we also could, true. Uh, it would add more weight to the scene at a nicer moment for him if he's not if I'm not, like, figuring out, like, oh, he's looking in the sky, oh, more hieroglyphics, okay. Yeah. Oh, all is well, nice. Okay, that's... <laughs> all is well, nice. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, wasted opportunity. Uh, I mean, I feel like this movie is a waste... Like, overall, this film is a wasted opportunity to do something cool and original, and they just went easy with it. Yeah. Like, mm. uh, it, honestly, this movie should have almost not even had a mummy element to it, or it, it, it would have been more interesting to do... It would have almost been more interesting if it's just, like, a guy who thinks he's Elvis and a guy who thinks he's JFK living in uh, uh, an old folks' home and, like, just kind of seeing how their everyday life works that way. Yeah. Like, that would have been more interesting than this. Right. Yeah. And they do very little with, especially with JFK and him being JFK. Like, there's not a whole lot of, like, leadership expelled from him that, like, really makes him need to be JFK. At least some of the Elvis stuff, uh, I think, works. Like, you know, the fact that he can't... He still loves Priscilla and he can't see his daughter. Um, and I like that uh, there's even a line of, um, why didn't fame hold off all the old age and death? And I like that idea. Uh, but otherwise, yeah. It's uh, I mean, poorly paced. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. It's so slow and it never builds. It never mounts to any sort of tension or, or exciting climax. No. Despite, you know, a lot of fire and, you know, mummy fights. I wanted do? more out of Ozzy Davis. I really like the, uh, he has a line in there where he says, uh, the woman who claims to be my niece. And I wanted, uh, yeah. I wanted more of that backstory. I wanted to follow his side of things a little bit more. We should have gotten a backstory from him like we did for Elvis. Why yeah. not? 
Yeah, I guess because Elvis is, like, technically the main character. But, again, right. a mistake there. Like, I wanted to see more of both of them. Yeah. Not just all... Like, we could have left out all of Elvis's dick stuff mm-hmm. and <laughs> shown us more Ozzy Davis stuff. Yeah. Or more JFK stuff. Like and that. I like that they kind of almost uh, mistrust each other at first, being like, okay, this guy thinks he's JFK, <laughs> but I'm Elvis. He's like, right. I'm JFK, and this guy thinks he's Elvis. I like that, and they don't play with that very much at all. No, they don't. Well, Bruce Campbell briefly was hesitant about JFK, but JFK was all in on him being Elvis from the beginning. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It just takes a scene. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) For him to say it to his face. All right. There it is. It's time for Milking It, the final game of the podcast. This time, zero to five points available for each one of us as we go around the table and draw a card from the big box of Hollywood ideas of prequels, sequels, reboots, and genres. On each card, we'll give you a new way to interpret, to look at, to uh, reuse the elements, the characters, the plot lines, the themes from Bubba Hotep and make a brand new movie to put out there for our viewing audience to make a billion more dollars for the studio system. (laughs) A title and a quick summary from each one of us is needed. And, oh man, this box is buried under a bunch of stuff. Oh no. Should have should have prepared for this. Oh, there we go. Let's get the old, uh, a lot of dust actually came off of it. Yeah, it did actually. <laughs> Alright, Brad, do you want to choose first? Sure. The old Hollywood relic. The old Hollywood relic. Sequel. The sequel to Bubba Hotep. I'll draw a card here. Oh, the prequel. Okay. <laughs> Great. Right. We're getting a trilogy. Yep. Oh, cops. Slapstick comedy. Okay. All righty. All right. Jim Carrey in Bubba Hotep. Oh. It's one of the directions they would have went in that direction. It might have been a better movie in the first place. Well, yes. Let's see if you can improve upon it. And we will be right back with three brand new movies for your listening enjoyment right after this. And we're back right in the middle of milking it for Bubba Hotep. Let's see if we got three movies that can stand up to this timeless classic. Brad, you drew first. And we're going to go in reverse order. order, order. <laughs> wow, words. I didn't do any vocal warm You did. <laughs> this is what happens. You know better. I pay for it. Yeah, you do. Reverse order of... Our trilogy that we're about to create here. You're going to do the sequel first. Uh-huh. So we just watched the original. Give us the sequel. And then I'll follow it up with the prequel. Okay. Um, so in this sequel, we're kind of taking on the idea that these... That Elvis and John F. Kennedy... Uh, their quote-unquote souls can kind of change from host to host. Very much like mm. the movie Fallen. Oh, yes. One of my favorite Denzel Washington movies. Great movie. Um, Time is on my side. Yes, it is. Um, So, in this situation, once, uh, you know, uh, Bruce Campbell and Ozzie Davis die, their souls latch onto two other old men at Mm -hmm. the um, facility, which will be played by Morgan Freeman and Kurt Russell. Cool. (laughs) Um, So... Once they realize, once they kind of have their 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 bodies are taken over by Elvis and JFK, 
uh, we actually see, um, specifically because we've already seen a little bit of the backstory for Elvis, we see JFK kind of, uh, when the body, when JFK enters Morgan Freeman's body, he kind of gains these memories. So we kind of see that take place. Mm. So we flash back to like him as Kennedy, like after being shot, like on the table at the hospital and like, ev- like pit from his POV of like everyone rushing yeah. around to try to save him and all that, putting the beanbag in and that whole thing playing out. Uh, and once they are these people, they realize that they feel that they're wasting their time in this facility. So they decide to, and Elvis wants to see his daughter. So they decide to escape the facility and kind of planes, trains, and automobiles it to like different, you know, hitchhiking and yeah, yeah. Doing public transportation, different ways to eventually get to his daughter. Um, meets his daughter. She doesn't believe that it's actually Elvis, and he tells her some, you know, some story from when she was a kid that only those two would know to prove who he is. Has a nice moment with his daughter. Uh, once they're done there, they realize, though, that they can't really exist outside the facility because they need help. They can't really function on their own. Mm-hmm. So then they have to return to the facility and live out their days there together. Well, that's very nice. Thanks. Yeah, I like the, the little road trip, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, and the movie's called Jack and the King. Jack <laughs> and the King. Mm. I like it. Right. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Two Kings. Camelot. Oh, oh, that's pretty good too. I didn't think of that. <laughs> yeah. Two kings would be. I'm gonna go with Jack and the King just because that's uh, what I came up with. Two kings is pretty great. Yeah. I, I could I could totally get on board with then that. Then you have the built-in sequel with three kings. Right, right. Mark Wahlberg and George Clooney. Final well, goal. Playing John F. Kennedy and uh, and Elvis. Now we're talking. Yeah. Are you ready for the prequel? Ready. Here's what came first. All right. Uh, so this, since Bubba Hotep is mostly, mostly Elvis focused, we're going to be mostly Kennedy focused. So we're going to start with Kennedy waking up after like a coma, uh, still in Texas on like an operating table and finding out that he is a black man now. Mm. Um, so he has to like figure himself out. There is a doctor there who did this process who kind of tells him that he did it for his own safety because the CIA and, um, uh, uh, Hoover are after him and want to, and want him dead. So he's like, look, I got you away after this. They were going to kill you. They were going to make sure the job was done, but we were able to save you. And I disguised you as this black man now. Um, so you can continue to live. So he kind of comes to terms with that. Um, but then JFK then is like, well, I'm going after probably J. Edgar Hoover, right? Is he still the head of the FBI when, uh, uh or CIA? FBI. Uh, maybe. Uh, whoever, whoever a big bad CIA operative or FBI guy is uh, that wanted him killed, right? So uh, JFK is like, all right, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get this motherfucker. If he wants, if he tried to kill me and shot out the back of my skull, I'm gonna go get him. Um, so he comes after him. Uh, the, the the big bad our, our CIA operative uh, figures out that JFK is still alive and he's coming after him. So. In order to, like, his last-ditch resort is to unleash a zombie Lee Harvey Oswald to go after Black JFK. <laughs> okay. Uh, JFK, of course, kills Lee Harvey Oswald, zombie Lee Harvey Oswald, and then uh, it probably turns him against the CIA operative, you know, the classic zombie movie trope. 
um, ends up like locking him in a room with the zombie, and then he dies that way. And then JFK can kill Zombie Lee. And, uh, yeah, and then wins, but then he's, he, of course, he's hurt badly in this, which puts him in the wheelchair mm. that he has mm. to go to in the retirement home at the end. And I am straight ripping off that asshole, uh, Bill O'Reilly, and calling this Killing Kennedy. Jeez. Uh, oh. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, 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 no it's no, great. No. Yeah. Good, good. I just a natural reaction to Bill O'Reilly. Oh yeah, yeah. Exactly, well, I'm, I'm exactly. taking his title for my own, you know. Yeah, <laughs> f him. Yeah, f him. Making it mine. <clears throat> my killing Kennedy is way better than his. Yeah. Probably. I never read his. Yeah. <laughs> but I think his is more fictional than mine. <laughs> really? Yeah, probably. Okay. <laughs> All right, Josh, you ready with your slapstick comedy for slapstick us? Slapstick comedy in the extended cinematic universe of Bubba Hotep. Yes. Really, you know, at this point, these characters are so ingrained into the public consciousness that you can do anything with them. Mm -hmm. uh, this is going to be a cartoon, and this is going to be uh, about a nursing home that is designed, or not even really a nursing home so much as a containment facility for uh, 50s horror icons. So you got, you know, Wolfman, uh, the mummy. Wolfman. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Wolfman. The vampire. Wolfman Jack. Yeah. Uh, like the creature from the Black Lagoon, you know, like oh, that yeah. type of, you know, Muppet Babies, right? But, you know, like... Muppet Babies? <laughs> no, no, I mean, not the nursery, but it's a cartoon. Oh, yeah. gotcha. <laughs> uh, run by the head nurse, uh, Elvis. Mm. And the warden who oversees everything, JFK. Ah, and uh, it's Halloween. And our classic horror icons really want to get out and scare, but, you know, mean old Elvis and JFK are locking down the facility. It's half the Great Escape, half Animal House. It's called Monster Mash. Oh, awesome. Monster Mash. Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, well I, done. I can't believe we're making JFK and Elvis the bad guys. Yeah, you know, just That's flip the script a little bit. All right. They've yeah, been the yeah. good guys for so many movies in this cinematic universe that... <laughs> that, that they had to be... Want to play to try with the tropes a little bit there. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Well, I love it. I love I love uh, kid monster icons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really fun. And yeah, you can just play right into uh, Universal's Dark Universe uh, franchise. Yeah, that's with, kicked off so well with the Mummy. With Tom Cruise as the Mummy, <laughs> and Russell Crowe as uh, Doctor Jekyll. Jekyll. He'll catch on. Yeah, yeah. And Bride of Frankenstein coming next year. Something like that. Yeah, who's in that one? Bardem. I think. Yeah. Is he Frankenstein's monster? I believe so. Yeah, that's that makes cool. sense. Frankenstein. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alright guys, well once you are done scoring, please pass your scorecards to the front of the class for final edition. And while we do that, while I cherish doing math as I do every week, we move into our pessimistic end. Podcast regrets. Anything you regret saying or not saying during the episode? <laughs> Anything about Bubba Hotep that has gone unmentioned? Hmm. Um, boy, not really. Uh, <laughs> there isn't much, there isn't a whole lot to say about this movie. Um, other than, I, I mean, I guess my regret is that they didn't do more with this good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a really fun idea um, that conceptually is great, and they just, just allowed it to really be nothing, and that's kind of a shame. Um, so... Yeah, my only regret is uh, they didn't do more with this cool idea. Wow. My only regret is Set the movie as a whole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I completely agree. This is, you know, and before it came out, I was so pumped to see it. Uh, and it, you're exactly right. It's all it's all wasted potential. <laughs> yeah. It's all so I mean, it's much, not a yeah. bad movie. It's just not 
that interesting. Yeah, but it's the kind of thing where you tell somebody the 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 quick pitch for this movie, and they're like, "Yeah, that sounds great." Yeah, but I, when yeah. he when he told me what it was about, I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Not a lot of jokes for a movie that you know you think would be funnier. Yeah, and, and a lot of bad jokes. And a lot of bad yeah. jokes. Yeah. The ding dong. Yeah. Uh, Why you yeah. want a ding dong? Not my ding dong. Uh, yeah. Like the, yeah. the chocolate ding dong. It's oh, like they came God. up with that, you know, like the minute before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And why does he have a briefcase of snacks? Like, is that something that JFK was known for? I guess like, like a bunch of candy. Home, they wouldn't get a bunch of sugar. Oh, yeah, I guess But so. they never do anything to set that up. Yeah, why they have all this contraband. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, my regret is that this... Yeah, I'm glad I watched it again, like I said. But, yeah, I, I regret that this isn't a better movie. I want more Elvis movies. I like playing with these... American conspiracies. Like I, I like playing with the the folklore and the the mythicness of Elvis and JFK. Yeah, they're yeah. great ones to do that with. Yeah, I once had a, a buddy who told me he had a great idea for a movie called The Once and Future King, and it's like in all these um, folklores, you know, like uh, King Arthur is supposed to come back and save Britain in its time of need. And, like, Jesus is kind of that way, too, right? Like, so to come back from the dead. So he's like, wouldn't it be cool to do, like, an like, apocalypse movie and Elvis is the king that has to come back to save America? I was wondering like, the American one. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It'd be Elvis. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's such a good idea. But I believe the t- title, Once a Future King, already belongs to a novel. couple things. Not right. about <laughs> Elvis. <laughs> what can you do? What can you do other than buy it? I guess. Yeah. For a lot of money. Yeah. Everything has its price tag. I think that's what we really learned here today. Mm-hmm. Oh, such an important lesson <laughs> to learn. Yeah. Guys, that's the show. Oh. I got everything tallied if you're interested. Seriously. Josh, third place. Uh, sorry, bud. Uh, I think I'll be okay. You brought this movie kind of blindly <laughs> to rewatch, and uh, it shows. 16.9 points <laughs> to come in third. Sorry. 16.9 out of a possible... 20? Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I got 17.6, so uh, not too, too much better. But Brad emerged the winner with 18.1 points. Wow. Whoa. For this episode here. Whoa. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh-huh. Well, Josh, it is always a pleasure to have you on this show, sir. Always happy to do it. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time and uh, your choice of movie <laughs> and settling, you know, th- those questions I had about this film that were, yeah. you know, 15 I, uh... years standing. I hadn't seen it in about a decade, and it was good to put it to bed. I won't need to see it for at least another decade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there it is. Anything uh, you want to plug here today? Twitter? Instagram? Nah, I rarely Insta, but I rarely tweet, but... and But you do sometimes, and it's, it's very yeah, funny. And it's rare. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, nothing to plug. Happy to be here. It's go Steelers. Go, go Steelers. Steelers. Right yeah. in the throes of football season. Brad Davis. Thank you, as always, my friend. Oh, my pleasure. Uh, at BDAlwaysGP on Twitter and Instagram, and I love you, Pittsburgh Pirates baseball blog, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> Winding down. Oh, God. Uh, that's on my Twitter page, or it's on Tumblr. There you go. I'm at Cross Maxwell. That's Chris with an O, where the I should be. Uh, in all your social media accounts, uh, high on film, across your social media bulls as well for the show. And, yeah, Dawn of the Dead last week. Bubba Hotep this week? Who knows what, what we'll bring up from the dead uh, next week. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Tune in next week to find out. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We love you. Goodbye. <laughs>